Enough boy talk. It's time for the broadcast. Welcome to another edition of the broadcast. This is Vicky B. This is Sage. How's it going? <laughs> it's going. And it's just two of us today. It is. Do you have the info to give to people to contact us? If not, I do. I have it right yeah, there. You uh, didn't give me a heads up. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to give us a call, um, you we do have a number. It is 253-271-9343. And then you can also reach us at our email address, which is thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And on the Instagram and the Twitters at and Facebook uh, at the broadcast nine nine nine, I believe so on the Twitter yeah. and Instagram, and then uh, just Facebook, just search of the yep. broadcast. Yeah, yeah, and you will find us. Yes, but we you have will. a special episode today. We do. All right, Sage. So today we're finally going to do something we've promised since the beginning of the year. I said we were going to have more guests, more awesome ladies to join the broadcast, and we're finally getting it there. It's a pretty kick-ass lady, too. Yeah. It's been a couple months, stoked. but yeah, we're super stoked. She's one of my good friends, uh, formerly known as Abby Grace. We have Allie LaRoe. How's it going? It's going good. How are you, ladies? Yay! We got another broad on the broadcast. Love it. I hope you don't mind that name, but we embrace it here. No, not at all. Not I love it. Now, it's weird because I keep calling you to call you Abby because that was your stage name for a mm-hmm. long time. You just recently changed to Allie LaRoe. And for those who don't know, she's in a band called Feralist Folk. The Feral They're Folk. Feral. Could you yeah. just, did you just change it? It was Abby Grace and the Feral Folk, but we have t-shirts folk. that say Feralist Folk. Because I thought why. that was, that was cute. more clever. Okay, that's what confuses <laughs> me, because I have like all the gear. I have the shirts and the, 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 the cozy. The cozy, yeah. cozy. Um, but what, what was the idea behind the name change? Um, well, part of it was I had been going by Abby Grace since I was 16, and I'm 30 now, so <laughs> lots of things have changed. <laughs> I have changed a lot. What I sing about has changed a lot. The style of music that I change, that I perform in has changed a lot. So it just didn't really feel like it was true to who I was. But also, like for whatever reason, 14 years ago, a bunch of people started naming their little girls Abigail Grace, which was my name. <laughs> so now there's a bunch of tweeny like Instagrammers. Ugh. hashtagging my old performance name Ugh. with all of their teeny bopper Instagram posts and I didn't like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. Like, yeah. uh, But how do you think you, how's your music changed from 16 to 30? Like what's, what is something you would always write about as opposed to now? What do you always write about? And what's the vibe? Like what's, what is your band's vibe now? I would say that I've been kind of describing it as like an angsty Stevie Nicks lead three-piece Fleetwood Mac. See, I was I was going to say after listening, it's definitely almost like a Stevie Nicks meets like Florence. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And There's some witchy stuff going on. Very witchy. And I really love it. Um, but what was what, what was your vibe back back in the day? Was it more emo? Please tell me it was No, emo. it was just a lot sweeter. Like I just like more jewel. I wasn't cynical. Not necessarily yeah, jewel. Cynical. More like Lisa Loeb actually. Like okay. kind of charmingly nerdy. Nice. Um it's like, I like you. And now it's like, uh, F, F all this. <laughs> it's more like, uh, well, one of my songs is called Hollow, which is like, I'm cutting all of the things that I love about you out of me. Like, <laughs> which, which, who doesn't love angst? Sometimes you just need that to just let it out. It's true. And I actually, a long time ago, because we're, we're buddies, I downloaded Sharp Teeth, which is one of your singles, which you guys are working on right now for your new album, which you had previously had on a different album, correct? So No, what happened or, is I really like that song. And so before the band even started, I had kind of sat down in my bedroom and decided to record it myself um, and was able to get it mastered. And so the, under Abby Grace, there is a version of Sharp Teeth that was just me, 100% me, with the drums were added in by the, the guy that mastered it later because he didn't like my drums. And 
I sure. conceded that I am not a drummer. So <laughs> was that our buddy? No, oh, it was somebody it was, else. It was yeah. somebody else. It was before I even met them. Uh huh. So, but then, like, as we sat down with the band and we started performing it with the band, it just has a different vibe. Um, the drums are not programmed; they are a real person. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> that's a always bit better. better. <laughs> um, and you know, like I'm, I'm primarily a songwriter. So when I'm writing bass parts, they're really just basic, following whatever or, or mm-hmm. other instrumental parts. It's all around the melody. So for me, it was just more fun to have other people that think in their instrument, that are thinking about how it's all going to work together. I feel like the music gets way more interesting if you let people kind of come in and bring their their talents. Yeah. So. And, and one of the guys in the band is actually your significant other, That's and he true. does plays the bass. Does that get any? Does that get complicated at all? Uh, or does that make the music even better? Or what are the difficulties and the pros, basically, of that? I mean, I think the biggest con is it's already hard enough to be in a band when you spend a lot of time in a small car with people. <laughs> and if it's already your significant other, it's like you just never get a break. Like, you just never get a break from that person. So as awesome as he is and as much as I adore him, like, he's going on a work trip this week. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> just a couple days off. <laughs> I get to go back to enjoying you as opposed to seeing you all the time. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's true. And the reason we're talking to Ali LaRoe is because a week from tomorrow, you're going to be performing at the Nectar Lounge. It's a 21 over event. Doors open at 8 for an 8.30 show. And you have a bunch of other cool bands that are going to be there as well. It's true. I'm really excited. The Lost Project is touring, and so they're coming up, I want to say, from, like, San Antonio. Wow. Um, and they've been on tour, like, for over a month already. Um, and they sound great. Like, I've been listening to everybody's music like a fangirl. Like, oh, my God, I'm um, And then the other band is Ian Hale and The Legacy. Uh-huh. And I think they just won, like, a hard rock Yeah, I feel like I've heard recently. of them before. Um, I'm so. terrible with names, though. So No, but if you check out our Facebook page and uh, all of it, we're going to have the event already on there, so you can check it out. I really recommend going. I'm definitely going to go. I'm going to be there, hang out, support my girl. Um, yeah. But it's just it's just a fun – I love going to your shows because it's just such fun music, but it's chill, but at the same time, there's a lot of heart behind it, which I really appreciate because it kind of – I think that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Like, we're about the same age, so it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I don't want to listen to the teeny bopper stuff anymore. They're, like, very – uncynical or if that is even a word well, and sometimes it's like non-cynical I don't know things are just so angry too where it's like I just don't have the energy to be that angry right <laughs> like I still have some angst but I'm not like constant like you know oh my god what was me it's just like yeah. let me just get it out yeah like how are you even saying let me just rip it all out and just call it good yeah which I really really like but uh how did you get into music let's go back to your roots like how like you're 16 years old what made you pick up an instrument or what made you start singing or what was your first experience on stage? Um, I mean, it was way before 16. So 16 was when I was like starting to perform my own stuff. But even when I was like four, three or four, um, my parents are both ministers, um, which says nothing about me. So (laughs) any assumptions that you have about people with minister parents, just toss those. Um, But... When I was little, because my dad would have his guitar out anyway, then I would just sing with him. And we would, I mean, it was just, it was normal. That's sweet Um, bonding. And then we we traveled a lot and um, had this old, like, Volkswagen van again. And that was the main (laughs) time that I ever got to listen to the radio. So I just kind of, like, learned to tune in and and pay attention to whatever was on, whether it was Enya that my mom was playing or like Led Zeppelin that was my dad was playing. (laughs) (laughs) A really good eclectic mix there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eclectic is a good description. And then, of course, you know, 
uh, if anybody has ever grown in the church, you usually end up in the choir, whether you want to be there or not. Been there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> not well, but been there, Yeah, yes. so, you know, you kind of get free vocal lessons to a certain extent, at least learning how not to damage your vocal cords. And so that was a huge part of it. Um, and also just entertaining myself. I like words. I like playing with words. I like singing to myself. And you do a lot of performances. You go around and you do a lot of uh, street performances. I do. I have a, a contract with a company called Gigs For You, and they bring music into the parks here in Seattle. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Now, what's your favorite place to do, like, outside venue? Um, I get to play by Occidental Park, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty fun because it's kind of an artsy neighborhood anyway down in Pioneer Square, and it's a little bit edgy still and yeah. I'm a little bit edgy and so it all kind of <laughs> it all flows well it all flows together really well what do you like that as opposed to doing like a venue place uh what do you like about performing outside and what do you prefer about performing in a venue well when I'm in a venue I have to bring people in mm-hmm. like people are not naturally usually just like hanging out in a music venue waiting to see what's there Whereas when I'm in the park, people are getting their lunch, people are wandering through, and... It's more organic. It's, but it's also a challenge because people aren't necessarily there for music. So it's always exciting whenever I can get anybody to kind of like turn their head like, whoa, what is that? Um, it's like extreme performing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to perform your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> no, and again, uh, go check her out. She's going to be at the Nectar Lounge Tuesday, August 9th. Uh, you can get your tickets. If you get them advanced, they're 7 bucks, but they'll be $10 at the door. And you can get them at eventbrite.com. That is E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E.com. Um, but uh, what is like? I noticed that you're, you have your album that's going to be coming out here shortly, actually, on the 16th. Mm-hmm. But you're doing an online listening party. What is that? I've never heard of an online listening party. Um, so basically whenever I've played an album, like whenever I've, I've launched an album release party, you have a bunch of bands and people kind of have to sit through you know, two hours of music to get to the the band that they're... And then it's not even, like, the version of the songs that are necessarily going to be on the album. Um, so I thought it would be more fun to just have things streaming through Concert Window so I can play a couple songs and then have our friend Pat, who did all mm-hmm. the production, like, have him answer some questions and tell some stories with uh, me and Jeff. And so we can kind of listen I know, Pat, songs. those stories are going to be <laughs> We're going to have to check them first you have to censor him a little bit he's an interesting guy um, and he did a lot of yeah he did a lot of work on your album it's true oh and and he played all of the guitars normally i play my own guitars but when you know somebody who's that good at an instrument you're just like okay you do it yep. <laughs> now besides this uh the show coming up do you guys have any other plans of touring or any other shows besides the parks we are playing throughout washington all summer so nice. um august 20th we're going to be in yakima at uh, North something coffee. You can get this information on the Facebook page. It's <laughs> yeah, facebook.com slash the feral folk music. And you have an Instagram, feral mm-hmm. is folk. Um, but you also have a website. And you have you do a lot of blogs and stuff, foxandphoenixrecords.com. Yep. Now, tell us a little bit about that. That's your own, your own site you're doing. Yeah, it's my own record label that I'm using to promote um, my music right now. Mm. But I'd love to grow it, like just as I, I feel like I've kind of reached a point as a musician where I'm a little bit of a veteran. I'm really good at getting people aware of what I'm doing in an authentic way. So I'm not about trying to fit a stereotype. I'm not about being a uh, Hollywood, polished, boring. Like I just think like, that, that there's yeah. ways to communicate to people what you're passionate about and get them excited about your music that isn't about trying to fit into those pre-established roles. And it's also not about like 
obnoxiously hitting people over and over again with the same message. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of like the name Fox and Phoenix Records is all about innovation and creativity and being able to reform yourself. So foxes are well known for their ability to kind of reroute depending on what the circumstances are and be really creative about how they survive. And phoenixes, of course, are rebirth. Rebirth. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, besides music, besides other musicians or bands, uh, I always like hearing this uh, about people. Like, where do you draw inspiration from? Whether it's a person, a place, a moment in time, or other forms of art, whether it be paintings or movies or anything, like, what is your, what do you like to go to for inspiration? I think nature is huge. Like, anytime I can kind of get out of the city and just enjoy something beautiful that just happens it's not about inspiring anybody really Uh I mean nature just happens to be beautiful and sometimes it's not beautiful but in a way that's still beautiful yeah um and silence is actually big too like I need room to hear what's in my head Ooh, sorry that like makes me super uncomfortable silence (laughs) is not my jam (laughs) I love silence Uh, my favorite part of the because uh jeff my my significant other has to wake up super early in the morning and go to work and so there's this really nice quiet period where the pets are still asleep and the apartment is just filled with like kitty and doggy snores and that's it because nobody else is awake Mm -hmm. and that's like my favorite time to just be with your own thoughts be with my own thoughts and just relax See, that sounds relaxing, but I know if I did it, I'd be sitting there, like, tapping on something. Like, nope, nope, I need music. I need something. Like, I need background noise. You don't have the noise. patience for that. I don't. I'm way too ADD. I have, I, I have like, a, my laptop right next to me. I have a king-size bed. I'm a single gal. So my laptop is my partner. <laughs> it's where It sleeps where a guy should be sleeping. And it's basically on Netflix all night. And then I remember I had a, I had a friend spend the night the other night because they're like, I'm too drunk to drive. I'm like, okay, fine. I have a big enough bed. You go. And I had to move the laptop, and then it turned off in the middle of the night, so I couldn't wake up and just turn it back on. So I had to get up and move it. And they're like, "What are you doing? Don't don't worry about it." I like I need like I put it on my side. I'm like I just need to be able to hear something, otherwise yeah. I go insane. But like I'm kind of jealous of you guys that are able to just love silence because that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, well, I definitely like being able to just do my own thing for even if it's like thirty minutes, just no music, no nothing, just chill. And when you do your songwriting, do you do you have to be alone for that? Or do you ever do collaborations with the rest of the band? Or do you just write it out and be like, this is what I got? I usually at least start alone mm-hmm. um, because it helps to have some sort of a melody and some sort of an idea of where I want to go or at least which chords to start with. Um, and I can't hear. So I, <laughs> when I songwrite, I'm kind of just like trying to listen to my own ideas and pull them down <laughs> just like like I wish you could cast- see my hand I was gonna say, it's like basically <laughs> casting a fishing pole up into your thoughts and try to see what you can pull down yeah and so it helps to not have other things going on and I'll get actually really angry if somebody interrupts me when I'm in that process <laughs> so shut up <laughs> trying to listen and there's nothing they're going like, on so they're like what's going on <laughs> uh so so definitely when I write, I like to be alone, at least initially. And then I'll bring it to the band and I'll say, OK, here's how I want this to feel. Like, let's flesh this out a little bit. So I'll basically come with a sketch. Um, and then we kind of paint it together. See, I like that. Nice. That sounds sweet. That yeah. is beautiful. Well, um, I know you're going to perform a couple songs for us, but I do want to remind people to check you out next week at the Nectar Lounge, which is going to be in Fremont. I will definitely be there. It is a 21 over event. Um, tickets, advanced tickets are $7, uh, $10 at the door, and you can get them at eventbrite.com. Um, and it opens, or it's 8 o'clock, doors open, 8.30 for the actual show. 
I mean, you're going to have The Lost Project and Inhale and The Legacy, which is going to be it's going to be a fun show. You're going to get a lot of bands for a really great deal. Just yeah. saying. Fantastic um, ticket price. Yeah. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the feral folk music, as well as Instagram at feral as folk. Um, and you have a bunch of cool blogs and stuff at foxandphoenixrecords.com. So you can check out lots of cool stuff to check out about my girl, Allie LaRoe. I like saying it that way. LaRoe. That's kind of how I say it, too, actually. I love it. LaRoe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did have one more question before we actually get into you doing a couple of songs for us live in studio. This Woo. is a first for the broadcast. Uh, but if you had to say, uh, give any advice to any young group of ladies, because this is kind of what our podcast is about. It's not about coddling, but it is about empowering women. Mm-hmm. And we don't take any crap about, we don't take crap from guys and we don't take crap from other women either. Would you agree with that, Sage, kind of that vibe? Yeah. Like, we're we're trying to be equal. We're trying to be cool. We're trying to, you know, strive for a better uh, tomorrow. But what kind of advice uh, for young ladies, like, who want to get into the music industry or want to, like, get their music out there or just want to do what they love, uh, what would you say to them? I would say figure out what you're trying to say first and spend a lot of time not trying to imitate anybody else and maybe being really terrible <laughs> um, because everybody goes through that terrible phase, but you could be a terrible knockoff or you could be a terrible original and being a terrible original is always way more interesting. Um, so go through a period of time where you're not trying to be a version of anybody else and you're really trying to figure out what matters to you, why you want to say it, why it's so important. Do a lot of self-exploration and then really come out uh, doing whatever it is that you want to do, but but don't try and fit in at all yeah because f that i like that a lot so actually that's a really freaking cool can we have that quote on like a shirt like a full long yeah. shirt that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> no but i think uh let's uh if you wouldn't mind you play a few a uh, few tunes for us all right i can do that all righty so this is the time that we've been waiting for I'm super stoked because you have such a beautiful voice ali laroe is about to perform hollow i'm excited <laughs> Let you go. 
Goosebumps, girls. Woo. Oh, I can't wait for your show. <laughs> Again, go check her out. She's going to be at the Nectar Lounge on the 9th of August. Yep. You can get your tickets now. $7. Make your holla. And $10 <laughs> at the door, which, again, you're seeing three great bands. That's a, a freaking great deal. I almost swore. Exactly. For once, I almost swore. Um, I know it might be asking a lot from you, but uh, do you have one more for us? I do. I'm going to play you guys something new. Ooh. Yay. Gotta turn that off. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I like the, the voice of God. There you go. Fact. Yeah. One more song. And this one is new. Don't even know the title of it. I'm it's not. called Scorpio Moon. Ooh. I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. you out of my system just when i think i pushed you off of my mind just when my friends start to sigh and relieve the stars going misaligned the fate fads must have gotten tangled the planets must be retrograde this time i thought i had it handled but you deadly heard the night the Scorpio moon has me thinking of you Want your lips scalding my skin Take me back to the flame in your brimstone embrace Cause you look too good when you sin I got my heart back together Just when I think I finally changed my ways Just when I think I'm done with you forever You set my dreams ablaze What kind of magic puts you under my skin? What kind of sorcery have you got in play? You got your hooks and you're reeling me in I should know better than to stay Scorpio moon has me thinking of you Want your lips scalding my skin 
Take me back to the flame in your brimstone embrace Cause you look too good when you sin The Scorpio moon has me thinking of you On your lips scalding my skin Take me back to the flame in your brimstone embrace Cause you look too good when you sin That is the kind of quality you will be getting when you go see her at the Nectar Lounge. Or if you go anywhere, any of your other shows that you are going to be performing over the course of the summer, which you can check them out loud on your website or on your Facebook page. I'm super excited. But thank you so much for joining us on the broadcast. Hey, it was yeah. my pleasure. Anytime. Yeah. And I think Yay. with that, I have, that is the end of this episode. So thank you guys for joining. And I don't think we swore, swore once. Um, f- There you go. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Until next time, guys. See ya. (laughs) Bye. Bye.